Welcome to episode 156 of the Food Biz Wiz podcast. In today's show, I'm discussing a key shift you can make in your sales strategy as we navigate talks of a recession. You've all heard the same advice. Know your numbers, control your costs, secure your supply chain, and have backup options for sourcing and production. But what about sales strategy? Yes, all those first steps are critical in running your business, but revenue is also important. We need cash coming in. I've got advice on how to think about your sales strategy and keep that revenue flowing in this episode. Let's get into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. Hey, before we get into this episode, I want to put an idea out there. In this show, you're going to get a sneak peek of the topics that we cover inside of Retail Ready, my online program for producers of packaged product who are looking to land on more shelves and have high sales once you do. While you're listening, imagine what it would be like to be part of our Retail Ready community, attending bi-weekly coaching calls and getting daily support on your growing business. You can. If you listen to this episode and you're nodding along, you are going to be a great fit for Retail Ready. Come and join us. Send me a DM for more information or take the first step right now by watching my free masterclass on growing your packaged food business. In that class, I'm going to tell you all about my philosophy of growing businesses, steps that you can put into place right now, and all about Retail Ready. Find that masterclass link directly in our show notes or at alleyball.com slash masterclass. I'll see you soon in Retail Ready. Hey, my whizzes. So before we dive in today, I want to share with you that this episode marks the three-year anniversary of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. That's right. We are on episode 156, and we've been doing a weekly episode, that's 52 episodes a year, for the past three years. I'm so, so proud of our consistency and the way we've been able to provide a totally free, super high valuable content for our food founders and our sales managers over the past three years. So thank you for listening and for being here with me this whole time. I've got a quick favor to ask as we hit our three-year mark. If you're listening on iTunes, will you leave me a review? It will take you about 30 seconds, and it is the single most valuable thing that you can do to help support this free podcast and to get in in front of more of us in the food industry. I do this weekly podcast in direct support of our mission here at Food Biz Wiz, the philosophy that everyone deserves the tools and knowledge you need to have a real chance at success in this industry. And I'm asking you to help me achieve this mission by spreading the word about the podcast. If you want to take it a step further, or maybe you're not on iTunes, will you share this episode with your community? Tagging us in an Instagram story, DMing a fellow food founder, or if you're another service provider like I am, adding it as a resource in an upcoming newsletter or community group that you manage would be huge. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's get to today's topic, sales strategy during a recession. Now, in the intro, I mentioned that most of the advice that I'm hearing around recession-proofing your business falls under the, under the umbrella of financials and operations. Like I said, know your numbers, control your costs, sure up your supply chain and production. And those are all critical things to do as a business owner. I'd argue that most of those things you want to do regardless of the economic situation, but I understand if they're not always the fun part of running a business. If you haven't yet, you likely know how important it is to make sure that you've got those things dialed in so you can be certain of your margins, where you're making or losing money, and how you're going to fulfill on your orders. But what about sales? Why aren't people talking about sales strategy when we know that revenue that having cash coming into the business is also a crucial part of staying afloat. Again, I'd argue that this is critical any time of year in any economic situation, but here we are. Now, I'm not a financial analyst or um, an expert on whether or not we are officially in a recession or what that tipping point may be, but we've all heard talk of it. A recession might be headed our way, and regardless of the specific facts around it, people are reporting that they're starting to feel the squeeze, and I know that some of you are getting anxious about your sales as you start to wonder whether or not your audience is going to tighten their wallets and stop buying your brand. I've got good news and bad news here for you. So let's start Let's start with the good news. <laughs> I won't deny that prices have increased, supply chains are unpredictable, and labor shortages in our industry are real. They are real. I'm not sugarcoating this. But I'll also say that our retail-ready students are still having wins and sales successes left and right. I'm recording this podcast at the end of July 2022, and the successes that we are seeing in our student group are really really inspirational, and they give me reassurance that our industry isn't as dead as some of the other news sources are leading us to believe. In fact, here's what one honey producer inside of Retail Ready just posted in celebration of her 15 years in business. That's right. She joined Retail Ready in year 14 of her business. It's true. We actually work with businesses of all stages of growth, inside of Retail Ready. It's not just for startups, like some of you might believe. So she shared her business story saying, and I quote here, we have survived survived 15 years in business when most businesses fail within the first five years. We made more mistakes than I could possibly count, survived a two-year pandemic and rallied around supply chain issues. And we've increased our sales over the past 18 months. Allie, thanks for helping me boost my sales this past fiscal year by 47% just by following so many of your suggestions or pieces of advice. I knew you were freaking smart and passionate about what you do. (laughs) I'm not going to give the business name the shout out right now because I, in full transparency, do not have permission to share it. But once I do, once I get that permission, I was... 
I wanted to add it into this recording before I could get, get the verbal confirmation back. But once I do, I'm happy to share that student's name and shout them from the rooftops and say a big congratulations for 15 years in business and for boosting your sales by 47% this past fiscal year, despite the ups and downs of our industry. I'm proud of you. Now, I don't share that student story to brag or to show you, you know, show you what other other people are doing that you're not, but instead to show you just one of the examples of what we're seeing inside of our student group. Yes, the challenges are real, but yes, there are producers just like this one who have been around for 15 years at this point, who join Retail Ready and see a 47% growth in revenue in the fiscal year. That is huge. I think our industry, the news, <laughs> we like to share the bummer things and share the tough stories and really talk about all the hard things. And I am here to say, yes, the hard times are happening. And yes, people are still having wins. So how are our Retail Ready Food founders still landing new accounts, still getting reorders and selling more product year over year, despite having quote unquote expensive product lines or luxury products that aren't day-to-day essentials and being sold in expensive stores? I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to tell you exactly what to do in your own business. So here it is. Our Retail Ready Food founders understand that their target audience is still spending on food. They have confidence that there is still a need for their products, despite our economic instability. Now, this might sound too simple, and I don't want you to misunderstand me here. Holding this belief that people still want and need your product right now is the first step. Hear me out. If your target audience tends to be a bit more financially stable, like many of our audiences in our better for you economy here, if they're more financially stable and they're someone who chooses your better for you brand because of health reasons or aligned values, perhaps the fact that you're local or women owned or BIPOC owned or sustainable or delicious or small batch or any other reason why they haven't historically blinked an eye at your prices you have got to keep on selling to them because they're still buying. When you believe that your audience is still buying, you do all that you can to keep the sales coming in. You prioritize supporting your current accounts where your audience is currently buying your product. You pitch to the perfect new accounts landing on shelves that attract an audience who is still prioritizing spending on their favorite foods. You post on social media, directing folks to make a purchase. You do demos and events. You execute your promo plans, trusting that they will pay off. When you believe your product and your audience still wants, excuse me, when you believe in your product and when you believe that your audience still wants and needs it, you have the confidence to make the sale. You have the confidence to keep going. That is what our Retail Ready students are doing. They have a plan and they're executing it. It's as simple as that. So your sales success starts with your belief that your audience is still buying. When you have this belief, you take actions that support your sales. Now, on the other hand, 
here's the bad news. Remember I said we had good news and we had bad news. <laughs> the good news was that we're still seeing, I'm seeing every day wins in our retail ready student group. So yes, despite the reports of this being a hard time, I believe that there are also brands who are winning. Okay. So here's the bad news. <laughs> the bad news is that if you believe that your audience no longer wants and needs your products, you're going to be right. You are writing your own future failure. If you're stuck in the belief that sales are hard right now and that your audience has tightened their budgets and doesn't want your products anymore, you likely don't pitch to new accounts because you think no one's bringing in new products right now. Is that you? Is there a voice inside your head saying you shouldn't bother? Well, I'll simply tell you, Again, it's not true that stores aren't bringing in new products right now. Literally every week, including every week during the pandemic and every week in this economic slowdown, we have students inside of Retail Ready posting pictures of their new POs and their shelf placements and sharing wins about landing new wholesale accounts. The proof is there. Come, come see for yourself. So when you believe that your audience can't afford your products right now, you likely hesitate to send your newsletters because you think you're bothering people if you ask for the sale. You might think it's tacky to ask for the sale right now. When you assume that people can't afford your brand, you are making a big old assumption. And we all know what happens when we make assumptions. You have no idea what's going on in the wallets and the bank accounts of your audience. Who are you to assess whether or not they can afford your products? When you preemptively assume they aren't going to purchase, you don't ask for the sale. Are you doing this? It's actually very common. So you're not alone if you are. When you assume that sales are inevitably slow because what you're hearing in the news, you likely stop following up with your existing accounts because you assume sales are slow anyways, and they likely don't need a reorder. When you don't follow up, you don't get restocked if you're sold out. Just the other day in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group, we had a retail ready student, Luis, who said she didn't realize the importance of following up because she thought she was annoying the buyers when she did. So shout out to Luis if you're listening. Hello. <laughs> so Luis learned how important it is to follow up the right way to show that buyer that you care about your product success. Sure enough, Luis has been following up on her wholesale accounts, literally getting thank yous back from her buyers and getting more and more reorders and back on shelves where she was potentially out of stock. So when you think that sales are going to be slow right now, you likely cut back on your marketing budget, thinking that promos and demos and events and sales are just a waste of money right now. And here's the deal. When you don't do these things that I just outlined, you don't get the sale. You confirm your scary thought of sales are hard right now. Now, if that's you, if I just listed those things and you're like, oh, shoot, Allie must be reading my mind. <laughs> oh, how'd she know? That's okay. It's normal. We are stuck in this new cycle of gloom and doom, and we are getting message after message about how tough it is financially right now. And again, yes, I am not denying reality but I'm also offering another perspective here. Not everyone tightens their wallets in the same way. Not everybody tightens their wallets at all. 
When you make assumptions about your audience and their ability to afford your products, you are sealing your own fate. And it's not a pretty one. It's a tough cycle. You think that sales are hard, so you hesitate to take action because it feels like a waste of time. So you don't get the sales results that you want. And then you confirm the belief that sales are hard. Womp, womp. (laughs) So how do you get out of this cycle? Well, it's not about sticking your head in the sand or taking that sunshine and rainbows belief or leaning into toxic positivity here. That is not the message. I want to be really clear on that. The message is this. Don't make assumptions about your audience. Don't preemptively give up, fade into the background, or press pause because of your assumptions or your feelings. Don't let doubt, imposter syndrome, and fear get in the way of putting yourself out there. Because when you do, when you let those assumptions win, there is no possible way of success because you literally stop playing the game. How does this land with you? I want to know. It's kind of a vulnerable message here, right? And I want to know if this is the message that you needed to hear today. Which belief is going to serve you best right now? That your audience still wants and needs your product line or that sales are hard? Which one is going to help you keep your business afloat? It's time to make a choice. Okay, my whizzes, I trust that you know which one I'm leaning into right now. (laughs) And I invite you to join me in believing that the world needs our products. We can't make the change that we want to see in our industry unless we're here and we're in business. And gosh, the world needs lots of change right now. So keep on showing up, keep on following up, and keep on making those sales. You got this. From here, come say hi on Instagram shoot me a DM. I would love to follow you back and know who's listening on the other end. So don't be shy. And again, if you'd like to join me in celebrating three years of the Food Biz Whiz podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes, share this episode with your fellow food founders, and help me get in front of those who need it most. Together, we can keep shifting our industry. And I thank you for helping me do so. All right. I'll see you right back here next week as we talk about prepping for the fourth quarter. Have a good one. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready. Come and join us through videos and workbooks and checklists and templates, live coaching calls with Charlie and me, and daily access to us in our private online group. Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. Like I said, the first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps of growing your packaged food business, which I will link right here in the show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, info on my past clients and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes and Charlie and I will see you in retail ready soon. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. 
Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.